If you're the founder of a venture-backed company in 2022, chances are you're having a really hard time hiring engineers. Okay, there's so many people hiring them, they're in demand, they're expensive, and it's hard to get the best ones on your team. And this is why I'm stoked to be partnering with Recruit.so, which makes this really easy. This is a startup that serves startups. They understand the founder's problems in recruiting it more than just about anyone. And if you just go to their website, Recruit.so, you'll see all the testimonials they have of their customers on how easy it is to work with them. So so if you're hiring engineers and you're having a hard time you know, getting that done, go to recruit.so and I think they might make your life a little easier. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Johannes Cortez, who's a co-founder of Gamer Points. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Yeah, I'm doing good. Well, uh, life has been... Well, at least the, founder, the founder's life has never been so better, so good. Uh, of course, it's, 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 it, there, there are ups and downs, but mostly... Uh, for, the, for the past couple of weeks, it's mostly been ups. So, I'm doing a great feeling when you're just when you're just yeah. cruising. You got that momentum. Are you are you before we kind of dive into what you're doing? Are you open to sharing one of the ups, like one of the things that's going well, so the audience can kind of like celebrate with you? So we just had we just had um, funding hit our bank. Um, it's not a large amount, but it, it it gets us by. It basically keeps our lights on. So yeah, there the the feeling of of capital. Hitting the bank account is one of the yeah. best feelings in a founder's life. Um, like what, even even us, we've raised a fair amount um, for kind of our stage. But even when we get another check, even if it's small, I'm like, yes, money, right? Uh, so I can totally understand. Yeah. Cash is always green. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. So, okay. So so you, you just got an investor. They must have invested in something. I'm assuming they invested in Gamer Points. What is Gamer Points? What, what are you working on for people that haven't heard of your company yet? So, yeah. Currently, my team and I are building Gamer Points. So, Gamer Points is an ad tech integrated gaming software that allows gamers to earn crypto while they are playing video games. It can be any game, from Witcher, Valorant to League of Legends. They can they can earn using our platform while they are playing those games. So, so walk me through. Um, yeah, yeah. So explain. I'm curious. So like, let's say I'm playing. I mean, like, I'm playing one of these games. Walk me through like how. Like, I like making money. I like earning. How, how could I do this on Gamer Points? Here's the fun part. Actually, in order to earn, all you have to do is really have our app running in the background. That's about it. Just leave it there, and it will detect what game you're playing, and if you're indeed playing, and it will show you ads while you are playing. It's just going to take up a small a small corner, a small portion of the screen, 
it's going to be in the right, um, the upper right side. And it's not going to take that much screen space. You can still focus on your game, but it's, it's enough to get your attention. But basically, that's all you need to do, and you'll earn. So I'm assuming on the other side of the ads are advertisers that are paying to get in front of people that play games, correct? Yeah, exactly. So, so how do you, so I'm curious how it works in the realm of like who you support. So is it, could you advertise on any game or do you need to have like an agreement with the game for, to like, for like, let's say I want to advertise, right? Seed Scout, you know, Seed Scout, the company wants to advertise and and because we want to get gamers onto the platform for whatever reason. How would that, how could I do that? Like, if I'm like, Hey, like I want to advertise, um, you know, on, you know, RuneScape, I'm assuming you can't do RuneScape because it's like a game from 20 years ago, but help me understand like, how, how does it work? Um, if someone wants to get in front of the, the gamers or how will it work kind of once everything's kind of totally operational? Yeah. So, uh, all you have to do is we, we will have our own DSP, which is a demand side platform, which you can set up an ad and we'll automatically integrate it inside the game. So basically, we don't code the ads inside the game. It appears in an overlay outside this actual software. Basically, it's on top of the layer. And now that's how it works. So we do not actually, we do not partner up with uh, with the game developers yet, but actually have that in mind. Um, sooner or later, we're going to have to partner up with them. That's where our marketplace will, uh, that's actually where our marketplace will kick in. This is very cool. So. I'm curious, like, where did the, where did this idea come from? It seems like, like almost an obvious thing to build is like clear, like, you know, like people love gaming. Sometimes games are expensive. Sometimes people just like money. So just put ads on it and then like, kind of like make the machine run. Where did this idea come from and kind of how'd you get started with this? Well, just to to give you a background, me and my co-founder were our gamers. So we play all the time. We game on our free time and uh, basically we just really enjoy gaming. Now, the thing is, we actually both of us actually tried participating in esports before. We tried, we actually tried out for a few esports teams. We didn't make the cut because, well, um, we kind of suck. We kind of suck at playing games. So we, you know, so there's that. And another thing is, we also tried going going for live streams. We tried starting our own channel on Twitch, but you're not that charming, so we weren't able to captivate any of our audiences. Now. What really, what really kicked the idea in was when the Axie phenomenon, hap- when the Axie phenomenon happened here in the Philippines. Well, here in the Philippines, everybody was literally almost everybody was into Axie Infinity. So, it's Axie is basically a game where you can earn while you're playing it. Um, it's basically it's basically like uh, like Pokemon. I can compare it with, po- with Pokemon. Now we thought that. If I can earn using this Pokemon, using this Pokemon clone per se, why can't I earn while playing the games that we are already playing, like League of Legends, Valorant? So we thought, why not try to integrate that process here, and and uh, the, and that that's where the idea came up. But of course, the idea is there, but it's actually time to figure out how. How are we gonna bring this earning earning mechanisms in Web two games? So actually, that's where that the idea hit me when I was actually using my laptop when I was browsing when I was browsing things on the internet. I was act, just to give you a clue. I was actually using Brave browser. 
which is an app that lets you earn lets you earn basic uh, what we call that token again basic attention tokens just by browsing the internet and they do so by showing you ads while you browse so that's so we thought why not integrate that into video games so that's exactly what we did and GamerConf was born yeah, I mean, it's a great story. It, it's truly about kind of go, the founder journey, figuring out what people want and um, kind of looking at models and seeing how you can kind of like do a same model in a different industry or sector or something like that. I'm, I'm kind of curious for you, you know, is there, would, would you have a different story on just like how you found yourself in tech in general? Like, I'm curious, like in the Philippines, like I know I like, like did, did only tech know about Axie Infinity or did, like did everyone know and like I guess everyone, for, so how like explain that because like, I'm in Phoenix no one really not no one but but a majority of people have no idea what's going on in tech like, like actually they're like oh Apple Google but they, they don't they don't really know what's going on and I bet you if I made a poll of, of, of per a million people that live here I don't know I think you made like a few million I don't maybe eight million I bet you 0.0001 percent of people know what Axie Infinity is um, so what is it like, why I tell, educate me, educate the audience. Like how is it, why, and how is it different over in the Philippines? So, uh, just to make it clear as a Filipino myself, it's actually part of our culture that we want to earn money. Basically, since we are a third world country, we'll do anything just to get, uh, even if that's just one, a dollar, the dollar is actually a big deal here. Oh, even one dollar can actually provide us meals. So. Another thing is, there, gaming has always been part of the Filipino culture. We, la- we love playing games. We actually have, we actually have cafes here that we call computer shops in which uh, gamers gather in order to play video games. Uh, that was pre-pandemic. Actually, they were playing games like Dota, 2, Dota, uh, League of Legends, and Counter Strike. Now, another, now given that, Axie Infinity actually. The concept of Axie Infinity actually combines both of those things. They they allow you to earn while you're playing, and it started with it actually started with I think it's a streamer, it's a streamer, and he actually played it. He, he has a huge following, so he played Axie on. He started playing Axie. His viewers actually got curious. They tried it themselves, and there basically it basically boom. Got it. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it definitely makes sense. So now for you personally, I'm, I'm always interested in hearing about like, you know, to break into tech and to start a startup, you're like, you need to know what a startup is. You know, you need, like there's like a, there's like a, 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 a kind of a path to break in to get to a, get to a level of understanding and you're still on the path. I'm still on the path. Mark Andreessen is still on the path. It's a never ending path, right? But some of us are farther down than others. So my question for you is, do you have a specific story around like, how you just like first got exposed to tech and startups and like, like maybe around like when you decide to actually start something kind of, I'd love to hear kind of, I guess the story of like how you broke into tech, not necessarily the startups, but just like how you broke into the industry. So I actually started my first, uh, let's say traditional business at age 19. So it's, uh, it's called Royal Flamingo. It's an online pancake store. So that, that was there. Uh, I started it. I started it with, during my freshman year, but when COVID hit, the when COVID hit after a few months, we had to close down. Now, what we had the reason why we had to close down was we had a hard time finding suppliers for their business since a lot of us, a lot of our suppliers have also closed down during the pandemic. 
Now, to solve this, I've actually, I actually tried matching our 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 business with suppliers that are near us, and I thought, if I can do this with my business, why who's who's to say that I can't do this with other businesses? So that was when I co-found. That was when I co-founded Casosho. It's actually a B two B marketplace that I co-founded alongside my co-founder. But he's still my co-founder right now with GamerPoints. Now, we actually started operations with this. We didn't know what startups are, but what we know is that. Uh, what what we know is that, uh, tech is something that helps people. That's that's the only thing that we had in our mind, that tech should help people. So we don't know anything about capital. We don't know anything about fundraising, VCs, angels. Those are alien terms to us. So what we did was we just operated. We just operated nonetheless. And then when we got our first few users, that was when uh, that was when I came across. Um, that was when I came across a venture, a website of a venture capital firm. And that was when I that that was basically when I first got exposed. To the whole fundraising ecosystem going on with tech startups. I remember when I um, first heard about Y Combinator. This was 2014, and I'm like, "What is that? Like, what? This is it? Like startups? Like, oh, like do things that don't scale? Like, oh, like you should not outsource your code. Like, you know, if you can, you should build your own code. But if you outsource, it, make sure you have a tight iteration loop. Like." all these basic things that like eight years later, I'm like, duh, but we all have that. Like back then I was so naive. Like what was venture capital, right? What was a safe note? Yeah. I remember I had to ask someone like, you know, these basic questions. And now that I'm eight years in, I'm like, these are, everyone goes through this process. If you didn't grow up in tech, even if you grew up in tech, you still have to ask the questions. Yeah. And just, I feel like it's like my job to like help as many people as possible understand the lingo because tech's a great world. Is there downs? Is there, you know, problems with it? Absolutely. I'm hoping C-Scout solves some of those problems, but like tech is a great place to be in my opinion. Yeah. Well, even, even after I first got exposed to this ecosystem, I still had a hard time navigating it, but that was when I actually came across a YouTube channel called, uh, what's called Slide Bean. And that's where I actually learned a lot about startups. Uh, Kaya, their CEO, is actually is actually a great. Basically, he has some great. He, he, they make great content for startup founders. And after that, I I started to understand how the process works. So we, so that was when I first heard of Y Combinator. Of course, I applied. We didn't get in. The usual, the typical story, the typical story of an outsider. And yeah, uh, basically we just decided to build either way, and so we got our first few rev- we got our first few users, we got our first few customers. That was when I started actually talking to investors, uh, and so we were talking to investors, and nobody we had so many meetings with investors, locally, both locally and internationally, but none of them wanted to invest because well. According to them, the industry is a little bit too over-competitive. There are lots of B2B marketplaces out there already. And uh, the chances of success, well, are slim, pretty much slim. So we thought that, so that was when we realized that basically we are like, we are like 
a small fish in a big pond of B2B marketplaces where there, where there are big, bigger fish who can easily bite us down. So we thought it was over competitive. We decided to move on and build another startup entirely. That was when GamerCoins was born. I love it. It's literally like the, a true path of under, of breaking in and, and understanding how all this works. It is, like I said, we're all, we're all somewhere on the path, you know, like, and, and I feel like most people think they're like as far as they're going to be, but like they don't realize there's like 18 miles ahead of them. <laughs> right. Um, I'm curious for you for gamer points. I mean, what is the big vision here? Like if you were to, you know, if everything works out as planned, you went out five, 10, 15 years, like what do you see is the big, uh, the big thing here and what are you building? So we see ourselves as the pioneers of play and earn. So the current trend right now is play to earn, and if you have to play in order to earn, uh, you have to understand their mechanics, you have to understand this foreign concepts like Web3 and other stuff like that. So what we're currently building is what we think is the pioneer of play and earn, in which you, all, the, all, the only thing you have to do is play and you earn alongside it. Not, you don't have to memorize any foreign concepts you don't even you don't even have to know anything about web3 in order to use us so that's what we're that's what we plan uh basically we just want to create this ecosystem where gamers can earn while doing their favorite thing in order to make that happen i mean you'll need some help right it takes a village to make a startup yeah. work and scale so my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders and the seed scout community assist here are you are you hiring are you raising money, looking for customers, gamers, advertisers? How can we assist? So we are actually currently raising capital. So uh, we, just to give you a background, we take a pause every now and then to build our, to, to build the actual ecosystem. Um, so basically we fundraise for a, couple of, for a couple of weeks. If it doesn't work, we go back to building, then we start raising again. If it doesn't work again, then we just, basically it's just a cycle that we do. So in this cycle, we've actually accomplished a lot uh, in terms of actually building the product. So we've released four versions so far, four versions, and we have 1,250 users using our app right now, and we have 20,000 people on our wait list. So that's where our traction is at, and, I, and that's why I figured that maybe it's time to really, really focus on fundraising this time. Totally. No, I'm, I'm completely with you. And then I guess for my, for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more, try this out um, and uh, kind of get, you know, be, join the team in whatever capacity that means, either as a user, investor, you know, et cetera, how can they find you? Do you have a website, social media presence, email address? You know, how can they, how can they learn more? Yeah. So we actually, so our website is actually www.thegamerpoints.com. So um, everything that everything about us is already laid out there. You can download our client there. You can uh, sign up for a wait list. And if you have a secret invite code, you can input it there and we'll add it to our Discord. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Stoked to have you in the Alpha portfolio and best of luck building this out. I'm looking forward to playing a small, a very small part, but a significant part in your large success. Yeah, definitely. The moment, the moment when I became an alpha, a seed scout alpha founder, I've actually gained a lot of insights about the industry, which is super helpful for an outsider like me. Yeah, well, I feel like with alpha, some pe most people think that like 
it's almost all people think that like you join because you want introductions to get funded. Yeah. But the actual the actual value of Seed Scout Alpha is it helps you understand the game that you're playing. And if you get funded, great. And like if if yeah. you understand the game, like you will get funded. But like it's about the osmosis of just being in the ecosystem. Um, so I'm glad that 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 you're getting that kind of that outcome. Yeah. And if you're if you're if you're listening to this, you're like, what's Seed Scout Alpha? Just go to seedscout.com slash alpha. And but more importantly than that, check out gamer points, check out what they're doing. And um, let me know how you like it. Cool. Thanks again for coming on the podcast. I Again, I wish you the best of luck making this huge. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, Matt. It's been a pleasure talking with you again. But yeah. 100%. Have Thanks. a good day. Bye.